Gratitude doesn't seem like an emotion that goes with grief. How can we have thankfulness after we have lost our child? It seems impossible. And while it's not impossible, it also isn't easy. And I believe takes concentrated effort to be able to have gratitude in your grief. But it is important. And this episode, I'm going to tell you why it's important and different ways and things that you can do to practice gratitude while you're healing from losing your child. I pray this episode blesses you. Welcome to Unlocking Joy After Grief. My name's Courtney, wife, mama of six kiddos, one in heaven waiting for us, and that's why I'm here. In 2017, we lost our four-year-old son, Sam, and it's my joy to share with you everything this journey has taught me. So if you're ready for biblical encouragement, first-hand lessons, and support from a fellow grieving mama, then let's lace up our shoes and begin walking this road together. So before I get into this episode, I kind of want to give a disclaimer. It's okay if you don't feel gratitude, if you don't feel thankfulness. That's okay, and I believe completely understandable. It's important that we feel every emotion that comes up in this grief journey, even the negative ones. So when you feel sad, when you feel angry, no matter what that emotion is, it's so important that we look at that emotion and we feel it. A fellow grieving mama gave me some advice early on in my journey and it helped me so much. She told me that to be sure and fully feel whatever emotion it is that comes up, don't suppress it, don't push it down, feel it, face it and feel it because if you don't and you push it down, then you'll carry it into the next season of your life and you want to face that emotion and deal with it. Now we don't want to camp out in that emotion. We don't want to stay there. We want to look at that emotion. We want to fully feel it and then move through it to the other side because you also don't want to camp out in anger or camp out in your sadness. It is emotions that we feel and it's very normal part of the grief process, but we don't want to stay there because then that's when you get bitter and um, angry and at life and you can't experience that healing and that peace that Jesus has for you. If you stay in this, all these negative emotions, so you, you face it, you feel it, and then you work through it with the help of the Holy Spirit, and then you move on until the next emotion comes, and then you do the same thing. You feel it, you work through it, and you go on. So it's okay if you don't feel grateful. There are so many times in my grief journey where I have felt polar opposite emotions, like conflicting emotions at the same time. And I believe gratitude and grief are one of, is one of those times that it seems like they don't go together. Being thankful while you're processing the grief and all the emotions that go with it. But this is just another one of those times where we're feeling two 
polar opposite conflicting emotions at the same time. And it is possible. Like I know I've talked about uh, before on this uh, podcast that it's okay to feel joy and sadness all at the same time. Those two emotions don't seem like they would go together, but it is possible. It is possible to feel both. And so I want you to just kind of remember that as we're going through this episode that feeling gratitude doesn't cancel out what happened. It doesn't mean that you're forgetting your loss or you're trying to like push it away. Feeling gratitude actually helps us in our grief journey. It helps us and I'll, I'll explain why here in just a minute, but it's completely normal to feel both. And I did want to say that if you're in the early days, weeks, and months after losing your child, you might not have the mental capacity to practice gratitude yet. I know I didn't. In those early days and weeks and months after losing Sam, I just survived. Like that was it. I did not have the mental capacity to try and be find gratitude in my day. Like it was just impossible. All I could do was survive. And so if that's you, you can feel free to listen to this episode. It might encourage you. But I also have an episode um, just for you. Episode eight, making it through the early days after losing your child. If that's where you are in your grief journey, then I encourage you to listen to that one as well, because this one, you might not have the mental capacity to be able to practice gratitude yet. Now you will. I know you will because you have Jesus and you have the Holy Spirit to help you in this grief journey. And you will find that healing for your heart to get you to the point where you can look for ways to be grateful and thankful during this journey. But if you are early on, I want you to go listen to that episode because I believe it will really be a blessing to you and give you some tips that you can use right now in your journey. And then just kind of like put a pin in this episode and come back to it later when you feel like you have the mental capacity to be able to, um, to listen to this episode. So why is it important to have gratitude in our grief journey? Like, I don't know, like Courtney, what's the big deal? (laughs) Gratitude or thankfulness, another word for gratitude, brings us peace. And that's what we need, isn't it? We need peace, but not just any peace. We don't want the world's peace. We don't want fake peace, peace that, you know, goes away. We want peace that lasts and peace that doesn't make sense in our grief journey. And that only comes through Jesus. That's it. Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So there's a few key pieces of the scripture that I want to bring out. It says, in everything, With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God in everything, that everything includes our grief journey. So why would God ask us to have thanksgiving in our lives, to be thankful and grateful in our lives in everything, even the hard times? Because he knows that when you have thanksgiving, it will give you his peace 
And that peace is the peace that surpasses all understanding or like how I like to say it. It's the peace that doesn't make sense. I should not be having this peace. I should not be feeling this peace right now. It doesn't make sense. Why would I have peace? I just lost my child. That's the peace of God. It doesn't make sense, but it's a gift to us. And that peace will guard your heart and your mind. What are the two things that we need peace the most in this grief journey? Our hearts and our minds. And this is a peace that will last. It won't go away. It's not dependent on our emotions or our circumstances. This is the peace that hangs in there when we need it. So what are some things that you can do to help practice gratitude every day in your life? First thing you could do is think of all the kind things that people have done for you since you've lost your child. When I think back of after we lost Sam, all the things that people did for us, it just blows me away. We had people come and clean our house, so I didn't have to worry about it. Um, Sam passed away on our couch in our living room. And so when we came back, I wanted the couch gone. I didn't want to see it again. I, I wanted it out of my house. So I stayed in my room and some of our friends moved the couch out of our house. So then we didn't have a couch. Well, a couple from our church was going to buy us a new couch. So my pastor and his wife went to the furniture store and he said that they walked in on a mission. They were going to find us the best couch. (laughs) And the people at the furniture store was actually friends of his. And they walked up to him and they're like, what's up? Like they could tell like they were on a mission. And he told them what happened. And that furniture store gifted us a new couch, completely free. We had people uh, that I didn't even know that found me through Facebook give us gift certificates to buy pizza for a dinner so we didn't have to cook. I mean, I didn't even know these people. And that's just a few of the many stories of all the kind things that people did for us. And this is so amazing because it's directly tied to your story. It's things that people have done for you. And so just bringing those things into the forefront of your mind can help bring that gratitude into your heart, into your mind. Another thing you can do is count your blessings every day deliberately. Like, It's not going to just come to us. Even if you haven't lost your child, I believe gratitude is just something that it's not part of our daily like rhythms and routines. So we could go a long time without even really thinking of things that we're thankful for, especially if you've lost your child. So you have to be deliberate about thinking of things that happened to you that day that you're thankful for. So like before you go to bed, and I know I talked about this in the previous episode about going to sleep after losing your child, having a bedtime routine. This could be part of it. Before you go to bed, just make it a point to think of even just one thing that you're grateful for that day. And it could be something as simple as I survived. I made it through. Or I cooked dinner for my family 
depending on the level of emotions that you were going through that day, that might be the only thing that you can think of. But you know what? That is something to be thankful for. And you might have a good day where you can think of multiple things that happened that day. But just making it a point to stop and think of the things that happened that are good, that were good that day. Another thing you can do is go outside. And if you've listened to any of my episodes, you know I'm a big fan of going outside. I just believe that when we go out in God's creation, the thing that he created with his own hands, his own words, that it brings us so much closer to God and to our child that we've lost because that's where they are. They're with God right now. And so when I go outside, I just close my eyes and I take a deep breath and I just feel him and I feel so close to Sam when I listen to the birds chirping and the wind is blowing. It just brings me such peace. And so I believe that's a way we could practice gratitude going out and thank you. Thank you, God, for your creation. Thank you for the wind that blows and the birds that chirp. Thank you that when I come out, it makes me feel so close to you and to my child. Another thing you can do is to join a supportive community. It can be hard to put yourself out there when you're dealing with all the emotions that come with losing a child. Uh, And I have to be honest, I'm still struggle with this sometimes. Losing Sam changed me. I used to not have any problems going out and talking with people, but I'm different now. Um, Losing Sam changed me. And that is one area that changed. It's not easy for me to go out and talk to people. Um, I find it much more comfortable and easy just to stay at home. But I also know it's so important to not do life alone, especially in our grief journey. And so this is something I'm working on too, friends. (laughs) We'll work on it together, uh, is going out and just being a part of a community that can really help you get through this time. So this can look like um, a grief group at your church or your community, or even not grief related. Maybe it's just a small group in your church where you can connect with other Christians who can help you, pray for you, be there for you. Uh, you can join um, an online group, um, whether it's through like a social media group like Facebook or Instagram, or maybe there's an online grief community that you can be a part of, where it's maybe not face to face, but it is someone somewhere, a place that you can connect with other people who get it. This could look like a fitness group at your gym. Maybe exercising and working out really helps you release those emotions and kind of work through those emotions while you work out. Well, maybe you can join a fitness group at your gym and find community that way. And the last thing, definitely not least, is to remind yourself what God says about hard times. Look in the scriptures. Really Dive in and dissect what he says about hard times, about going through hard times. Here's just a few. John 16, 33. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. 1 Peter five ten. 
after you've suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Exodus 14, 14. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Deuteronomy 31, 8. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And those are just a few that I found. Uh, If you want more, I actually have a free download for you. Uh, It's my 31-day scripture calendar. It's all about the character of God, who he is, what he thinks of you. And this is so important because as we're going through this journey, our foundation needs to be strong and our foundation is in him. And so the more we learn about him and his character, what he thinks of you, it will strengthen that foundation. It will bring healing to your heart and help you get through all the hard days by knowing where your strength comes from and who he is. Again, this is a completely free uh, thing that I've made for y'all. It'll be linked in the description of this episode. And you can just go download it and have your faith strengthened as you journey into the heart of the Father. And so I want to leave you with this one thing, a reminder that this is a journey. We'll never have arrived and completely be over it, quote unquote. Losing a child is a different time type of grief. It's a grief that is so deep and never fully goes away because it would only go away if we have our child back and that won't happen until we get to heaven. But I do believe that we can find joy and happiness and gratitude in this journey because we know the source of our joy and the source of our happiness and the source of our thankfulness. It's not in us. It's in him. And he is never changing. He is constant. And so the source of of our joy and happiness and thankfulness is constant. We may not feel it all the time, but it's always there for us. He's always there for us. So it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not feel gratitude and joy and happiness. That is okay. Because I know that you lean on Jesus. I know that you'll be okay. He will see you through. He will heal heal your heart. He will give you peace that doesn't make sense exactly when you need it. He will lift that burden that's so heavy off of you every time you ask. He is so faithful. I pray as we go into this season of thankfulness, the season of gratitude in November, that you will be able to find little things that you are thankful for, even in the middle of your pain and your grief. I'll see you next week. Love you, friend. Hi, friend. I hope this episode blessed you. The best advice I can give to be able to make it when a storm hits your life is to know who God is before it even starts to rain. I've created a free 31-day scripture calendar that will help you get to know who God is, His character. You can find this calendar plus 
bonus journaling pages, and scripture cards all for free at unlockingjoy.com slash God's character. This will also be linked in the show notes. I pray the foundation of your faith will be strengthened as you journey into the heart of the Father. I'll see you next time. Love you, friend.